0: Hi, I'm Emma and I'm Rachel and we are the, the STEMinistas. STEMinistas. We, we educate, educate the public, public about, about science, science and in the, the news. news. It's been a long time since we said our tagline, Emma.
1: It really has. <laughs> I think I think we've only been copying our videos just the tagline we did in the beginning. So actually having to do that again feels like we're doing it for the first time.
0: Yeah. It's like riding a bike.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we're here today to kind of intro you to who we are and just our new format for content. So if you if you've been listening
0: to us, welcome back. Uh, if you're new, uh, we we like to cover science news stories. Really, anything that catches our eye, um, whether it be, you know, is coffee giving you cancer kind of articles or. Um, <laughs> some more neuroscience focused stuff that's like similar to the research that I do. Um, But yeah, we cover all kinds of um, topics related to science and we love hearing ideas from you guys. So if, if there's a story you want us to cover, please let us know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think our overall goal with STEM and EAST is that we set out to do back in July of 2018 when we started making YouTube videos, our goal has been to mainly educate the public about science in the news, like our tagline and that involves taking these topics that come up in the news, breaking them down, going to the primary literature, reading that literature, and then trying to understand that information enough ourselves to then share it with other people.
0: We break down the the science concepts so that you guys can make your own decisions about the news stories, whether they relate to politics or whatever. Just uh, adding to your arsenal of science tools.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, your, your toolkit is being broadened by... Work, you may wonder how we actually take take these topics that people either present to us or that we find on the web, and how we kind of break down the research and the information.
0: Right. So the starting point is always usually some kind of general news article on CNN, NPR, what have you, Um, and that's a great jumping off point for us. But we go um, deep into the literature and try to find the primary research article um, that inspired this news story. And you know we'll we'll go through that whole article, and sometimes it's very outside of our fields. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I I study neuroscience, neurodegenerative diseases. Emma, you study alternative splicing and muscle cells. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we're both really focused in on these like highly specific areas.
1: But you'll see if you've watched any of our YouTube videos, we've done ones on physics and black holes. We've looked at cancer and how that affects um, your body, different other diets, even though we don't have a background in necessarily all of the things we talk about, but we, through our training, through our PhDs, were able to apply certain training of going into the primary literature and seeing if their methods are good. Do they use a big enough sample size? Are they making these correlations from causations or are they actually using statistics? So we can take a lot of what we learn through our PhD when we're reading these articles and then actually come up with thoughts based off of that.
0: Yeah and it's it's really fun for us to get outside of our field and learn more about all these different topics. So that's probably been one of my favorite parts about uh, the YouTube Now podcast series.
1: (laughs) It's also cool because we're around so many great researchers at UNC, so we've had the opportunity. Someone asked us to do a video on probiotics, and I was able to go and meet with one of the nutrition professors who does work on the gut microbiota. And so to actually go and talk with the experts, because as scientists, we are in these niche fields, and we very easily admit that we are not experts in all the things, even though that is what may be portrayed in the general media. We know very little, and we try and seek out the people who know more to get information from them.
0: Definitely. And, you know, when we were putting out our YouTube videos, we even um, brought in other researchers that are currently doing research in the field, such as when we covered e-cigarettes. And Mm -hmm. my roommate, Jyle, came in to, to talk to us about the effect of e-cigs on the lungs. So it's just great to be at UNC and have those kinds of resources.
1: Yeah, and UNC also has a great kind of group that are interested in science communication. So it's been fun to get some of the training as well to be able to do this. And we have a lot of a lot of people that are there for support and if we have any questions. So that's been it's been helpful as we've been developing STEMinistas and now moving into the more podcast f- sphere. We know several people at UNC who are also doing that.
0: Emma and I have been putting out these YouTube videos for over a year now. Um, and Every two we des- weeks,
1: too, and we're in grad
0: school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we decided that it would be better for us and pro- hopefully for you guys if we switch to a podcast format. We know that just like um, logistically, uh, watching a YouTube video is not always super convenient, especially if you're on your if you're on the go. Um, you know, maybe you're driving. You're not gonna have a YouTube video open on your phone. Well, you have you to shouldn't. keep the app open. Please don't use your phone and drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hopefully, yeah, this is just a more convenient way for you guys to hear all the great science and the news that we wanna bring to you. <laughs>
1: Definitely. And one of our we had hoped with YouTube as well to utilize more of the graphic side of things. And in a few of our videos, like I think one of the ones about mitochondrial inheritance and the three person baby. We actually used some illustrations, but that took so much time, and we realized that in order to keep up doing those illustrations, it's a lot more time on top of already the planning for the video, shooting the video, editing the video. So we thought our kind of our goal and mission would be better suited to a podcast, and we could still communicate the same exact things, but just do it in an audio format. So you're not seeing us, and part of that reason was also. That we were interested in YouTube was t- so you could see two female scientists that are pursuing PhDs and this is what they do on a day to day basis and hopefully since you've gotten to see that for a year kind of now you can transition that were these people behind microphones with headphones on and, <laughs> but we'll still be posting lots of content with each other on Instagram as well. Some of
0: the things that we cover can be kind of controversial. So, like, for instance, we did um, a video on working with human embryos, um, human embryonic stem cells, um, which, you know, the, some people are for that. Some people are against that. We try to be very impartial, and we're just kind of presenting the information to you. You can make up your own decisions about it. Uh, we're not here to judge. Just present the science.
1: Mm-hmm. And you'll see, there's only been one instance where we've actually like had a hard view on something, and that was when the Chinese scientists decided to CRISPR edit human embryos. When, and the reason we had such a strong view on that is because basically everyone in the world frowned upon that, and there was so many there was like a moratorium in place for this not to happen. Our aim is to not have a strong opinion on any matter per se, but be able to present you both sides for you to have the tools you need to decide what you want to believe. And we think, especially in this day and age, that that's really important because so many times you kind of get the facts from one side and the facts from another side, but the facts are always pitting against themselves. So to be able to have kind of a more impartial view, or at least that's our goal, to be more impartial, can kind of help. So you'll sometimes hear like one of us will take one side and then we'll take another side and kind of talk it out that way to add some more flavor to the conversation
0: but we do want to be impartial, especially like today when everything is so polarized. Um, we'll let you make up your mind.
1: Exactly. And then you can also see that scientists aren't always of the same mind either. And we, it's okay to disagree and it's okay to have different opinions. But through that, you can still really be great friends with people and hang out together and be work in the same sort of environment even if you don't believe the same things. And have
0: great conversations that yes. are not screaming matches.
1: <laughs> yes, no finger pointings and any of that craziness. So we're on the social meds. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook and Instagram we are Steministas and on Twitter we are andistas UNC. So you can reach us through any of those platforms And we take video suggestions through any of those platforms. You can kind of keep up with more of our day-to-day on Instagram. And we're trying to get the Twitter a little more active as well, Yes, but it's a lot to keep up with three social media sites.
0: Definitely. Um, and we've also had people reach out to us through like DMS on Facebook. Um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, message us if if you have a more specific question that you're not really comfortable posting publicly on the page. Um, we talk to people all the time in, in the private messages.
1: Yeah, and people have even asked us to do research on something they're interested in, like if their family member has this disease, they've asked us to look before, maybe any primary literature that they can't get access to, if we could send them a paper or something. So we've also done that as well.